Welcome to the podcast, Restore Yourself, Restore Your Marriage, where it's all about discovering the thoughts that get you in the mood, the thoughts that get you out of the mood, and how creating a deeper connection with yourself creates a deeper connection with your spouse. I'm your coach, Shelly Anderson, coaching you through life, love, and intimacy. This is episode number 134. A Let's Get Sexy Valentine's Day Countdown. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me on today's episode that is revolved around this holiday that we call Valentine's Day. We wanted to share something that is super fun and easy to do for Valentine's Day, which will be in the format of a countdown, kind of like an advent calendar. Now, one of my favorite shows of all time is called Impractical Jokers, where four lifelong friends challenge each other to do funny things in public. In one episode, Sal is challenged to go to a baseball stadium full of people and try to get the crowd pumped up by joining him in a chant. He has to start the chant and then try to convince the baseball fans that his chant is worthy of their participation. Now, Sal does not get to pick whatever chant he wants, but is required to use the chant his other three friends give him, whatever it may be. So they give him his required chant. Sal gets up the courage and stands up and starts yelling, let's get sexy, and starts clapping in between. This is such a funny and unrelated thing to yell at a baseball game and is why it's so hilarious. This phrase has stuck with me ever since, and I love to look for opportunities to do just that. So, are you ready? Let's get sexy. Seven days before Valentine's Day, do something for yourself. This could easily be in the form of self-care. What a wonderful way to start off the week and to set the tone for the holiday of love. We can often fill our own buckets quite simply by just doing that one thing we've been needing to do that will help us feel charged up again. A little can really go a long way. In today's world of hustle and bustle, it can be a challenge to slow down and give ourselves a much needed break. And we may even feel guilty for doing so. But we also know it can be extremely challenging to fill other people's buckets that we love when our own is empty. If you've been needing permission to take that time for yourself, now you have it. This is the most perfect time to add a little dose of self-care into your week. Now, doing something for yourself can literally be anything. It could be taking a nap, reading a book that you've been wanting to read, getting a Valentine's Day themed manicure, watching your favorite romantic comedy, or getting that one outfit you've been thinking about. Observe the results you experience from putting just one drop of self-care into your bucket. I think I would probably pick the nap for sure. On a different note, something else to consider is that one of the biggest challenges that often comes with Valentine's Day is that there are often expectations that we have 
about how that day should go. And often these expectations go unspoken. And yet, at the same time, we often want our spouse to somehow just know them, along with the right things to say, the right things to do, and the right things to give us on that day. An amazing gift to give yourself and your spouse for Valentine's Day is the gift of making your expectations clear by communicating them. We are not going to do the assumptions route and assume that our spouse can read our mind. No way. Not on this day. We are going to be clear about it. If you want a gift card to your favorite store for Valentine's Day, tell your spouse that clearly. This is a win-win strategy. Then your spouse doesn't have to guess what to give you and then maybe get the wrong thing that you will end up being mad at. You can just communicate it clearly so that they can actually give you what you want. What a concept, right? You can also talk about how you want to celebrate Valentine's Day. You can simply address the concepts of romance and intimacy straight on, the role they will play on the actual holiday itself, and the level to which they will be involved. Thinking through this ahead of time and discussing it can really help to ease some of the awkwardness and anxiety that can come with Valentine's Day sexpectations. Talk about this ahead of time so that there is not that added pressure to perform on Valentine's Day, making the natural attraction to each other that might occur all by itself without the obligatory holiday sex expectation hanging over your head seem fabricated. Heck, you may even decide that there will be no sex on the actual holiday itself with the challenge to take that opportunity in the days ahead of it. Now, six days before Valentine's Day, do something in nature. Being outdoors is very grounding. It connects us to the creation of the earth as well as to its maker. It gives us an opportunity to appreciate and experience the elements. When we are surrounded by nature's beauty, our experiences are expanded and our lives are enriched. When we spend some time in nature, we are reminded to slow down, to breathe deeply, and to be fully present in the moment, to really take it all in and to not let the distractions of the world take over. Nature allows our mind to be reflective and to ponder and even be creative. It feels invigorating. When we fill our hearts with gratitude for the experiences that nature can offer us, we can become more alive to other blessings in our lives as well. There are so many things we can do in nature. We can hike in the mountains, walk on the beach, sit under the clouds, walk through the snow, soak in a hot spring, gaze at the stars, or sip hot chocolate among a beautiful grove of aspen trees. One beautiful thing about nature is that it doesn't cost anything to step outside and enjoy it. It's totally free. It is well documented that spending time in nature helps with depression as well. And getting that extra boost of sunshine can really go a long way. 
I've mentioned before in previous podcasts that being out in nature can be a huge contributor to our natural desire to want to be intimate. This is totally something that works for me. It easily gets me going and can really get me in the mood for intimacy. This can be a wonderful time to explore this concept for yourself. Does being out in nature spark your desire to connect with your spouse on a more intimate level? So many of my clients say that their libido and their desire for sex is a challenge and that it doesn't come easily. But that is usually just because they don't yet know what actually does make their desire come easy. They have to go through the process of discovering it. And nature is one of those things. So what kind of effect will nature have on you? What will you discover in nature on day six before this holiday of love? What an awesome Valentine's Day gift it would be to learn that about yourself and to know how nature really can make your desire for intimacy come easier. Five days before Valentine's Day, do something with a friend. Human beings are created to be social. It is part of our makeup. When we lack in social interactions, we don't thrive. And sadly, with all that has happened over the last few years, social interactions and important connections were really diminished leaving us much more isolated from one another. Having a healthy social life and connecting with friends is so healthy and so valuable. And who wouldn't want to get together with someone who makes you laugh and smile while eating sliced apples and delicious toffee dip like they have at Blue Lemon? Oh my goodness, that stuff is so good. Now, if schedules are too hectic and it becomes a challenge to hang out in person, at least get on the phone with one another and have some good conversation. Bring up fun memories that you share, how much you love them, and how much you appreciate their friendship. This little gesture can strengthen your relationship even more, adding to the love you feel during this holiday week. Four days before Valentine's Day, do something that you love. When we do something that we truly love to do, this makes us feel excited and alive and makes us feel that our life is full. This energy can ripple out and affect the other aspects of our lives in a positive way. One thing that I really love to do is dance. Now, I don't get to do it as often as I would like. Sometimes I've got to get it in when I'm doing the dishes or even while I'm driving in the car. My kids love to make fun of my car dance moves, believing that my limited abilities in the car actually reflect my abilities when I have full freedom to let loose on the dance floor. But they are not the same, as I keep trying to tell them. But when I do get some dancing in, boy, do I ever feel amazing. It feels invigorating and even motivates me to do some of the other mundane things that need my attention. Because of the gratitude I felt for being able to move my body and dance, and also just from the straight joy that comes from doing it. What is it that you really love to do? What's fun for you? Maybe you really love to paint 
or play the cello. Maybe you really enjoy going to concerts or hearing new artists at the local coffee shop. Maybe you really like discovering small mom and pop shops in quaint little towns and you love finding something really unique there. Maybe you love karaoke and it's been a while since you've been able to do that. You can totally make a date night out of it in honor of Valentine's week. Something I really like to do that I haven't done in a long time. I actually hadn't thought about this until I was putting this podcast together, but it's something that I used to do when Nick and I were first dating. We would go out on our date and I would just pay attention to what interested him. Then I kind of gave myself a little challenge to see if I could purchase one small thing he had shown interest in without him knowing I was doing it. I wanted to see if I could buy it for him without getting caught. This added an element of excitement to the date. Then at the end of the evening, I would give it to him. I think I might need to do this again this next week because it was for sure a fun thing to do. Three days before Valentine's Day, do something for someone else who may not be feeling the love. It can be a family member, a neighbor, someone at work who is struggling, one of your children, or maybe even your spouse. When we do good for someone else and show them that they are loved, we also get to feel the beauty of that filling us up with even more love to give. This reminds us to keep a healthy perspective of what is going on around us and to not just stay looking inward. Paying attention to a coworker who is struggling in their own marriage can even heighten the appreciation we have for the challenges that we have in our own marriage and that they may not be as intense as we might have imagined. There are always people who have it worse than we do. And that perspective can really add to the way we experience our relationship. There are so many simple ways that this can be done. A handwritten note, a heartfelt text, some wildflowers to put on their desk, a home-baked treat, cut out hearts in their cubicle, a special cake, or a treat you know they love. In this case, just a little bit can go a long way. Two days before Valentine's Day, do something that embodies the Renaissance. This could be art, music, poetry, theater, what have you. Not only is this a fun thing to do leading up to Valentine's Day, but taking the time to view and experience art that is considered romantic can really feed into a woman's style of arousal, one that is tasteful and sophisticated and having nothing to do with porn. This allows our mind to ponder on the talents of others and the way that they were able to capture certain aspects of romance so brilliantly. It can challenge us to look at the way we approach romance and love as well and see if we want to look at things with a different lens and write a new chapter or paint a new type of picture for our own marriage. It challenges us to reach deeper within ourselves and to love even deeper 
Ooh, so fun and romantic. I actually really love to go to art galleries and little shops on main streets and small towns. It's such a fun experience to see local artists and what they find beauty in. This can add to our concept of all the things that give us that little extra measure of love in our lives and what can really enrich it and make it more full. This can also be easily done with books that are probably already on our shelves or even finding something online and sharing it with our spouse. Maybe this will even inspire us to write our own poetry for each other or compose our own love song. The possibilities really are endless. One day before Valentine's Day, do something that creates anticipation and get scarce. <laughs> Try not to see each other as much the day before Valentine's Day so that you can look forward to being with each other on the day of love. This type of buildup also contributes to creating a desire to be together, a desire for closeness, a desire to be intimate, and even enhances the female style of arousal. How awesome is that? On Valentine's Day, let's do something different. Let's do something outside the box. Try using the turn it up trifecta, which is novelty, obstacle, and discovery or daringness to create a unique Valentine's Day experience this year. While you don't have to get extreme, this is what the show The Bachelor Dates are made of. That's why people connect so deeply on those dates because they have to overcome some type of obstacle that is novel to them and is a bit out of their comfort zone. This setup for success also provides an opportunity for people to discover something about themselves and about their significant other. This type of insight feels amazing and can be deeply bonding. Think about this together and see if you can plan something that you can look back on for years to come, knowing that there was something beautiful to discover about your relationship in the process. Because remember, the more you restore this type of intimacy with yourself, the more you restore it with your spouse. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you will join us again next week.